Hey everyone, welcome back. We've got another episode today. I'm back in the booth with Jesse. He has been doing a few by himself, um, but today I am back in the booth, which is a pleasure and an honor and, an honor and a privilege. <laughs> Sorry. Is Jesse, it? <laughs> Jesse, thanks for having me back. No, no worries. <laughs> he's, he's been trying to push me out the door, I think. But um, no, I'll, uh, I'll hop in every now and then, make my voice heard. So, Jess, we've been having lots of questions today. Well, not just today, this past week from lots of young brands who are jumping on our pre-order, ordering garments from us. We've got more garments coming in soon. And we just thought this is a good opportunity. Jump on today, answer a lot of those questions that we've been mm. hearing. Yeah, off the back of the catalogue, um, which you put a lot of work in with Henry and looked really good. You know, we got a lot of awesome feedback from that. So that was cool. And from there, a fair few brands have jumped in, marking out some pre-orders, which is good for that shipment that's coming in late November, early December by the looks of it. So just in time for Christmas. Um, yeah, so we, we've had a bunch of different questions, but I think it's important to look at these three places where most brands go wrong. We've seen it time and time again. So without further ado, Jack, I'm going to get into the first one. Please do. First one being the blurry vision or just having a a chaotic vision from the get-go. That looks like trying to do lots of different products in a lot of different colors, lots of different designs. You know, seeing like a big puff print into an embroidery stitch, like 7 million different things happening. The reason this is a problem is your audience is going to struggle to relate to what you're doing. Um, and that's as soon as you're creating a division between you and your audience, you're really fighting an uphill battle. Yeah, Jess, with, with so many brands, everything's been done before. It's all been seen. So to really stand out, you really have to find a niche, focus in on one strategy and be known for one thing before you then branch out. So yeah, we've been having lots of brands come to us trying to reinvent the world with all these different designs, colors, you name it. But if you are a young brand starting out, it's, it's going to fall on deaf ears. Um, unless you're really honing in on one thing and people are like, whoa, that's that's different. Like, I, I like that. For sure. And I, I think sometimes staying simple, uh, you know, although a lot of brands are quite simple at the, from the get-go because you're still learning the ropes and it's hard to, you know, do a lot of different products from the, from the jump. And, of course, you're often restricted with financial means. You know, you don't have shitloads of money. So, yeah, look... Blurry vision, is, it's just common. Um, and that's through your marketing as well. You know, you might be across a few different platforms sharing different sort of messages and in the way you put things out, you might do a lot of photos here and videos there and stories there. So just make sure you, you, you're trying to think across the whole board that everything's sort of unified. Um, that could be even in like your color palettes, your, the words you use. I mean, for us, we have the phrase, where do you get your blanks from? And we're now putting that on our boxes and on our shipping bags and things like that. So you're going to start to see that phrase a lot more because we're trying to keep that vision clear. Um, that's a phrase that we think is awesome. It gets people thinking. Um, yeah, it's a bit of quirkiness to it. It sort of encapsulates our brand really well. That's, uh, that. yeah, that's the blurry vision. Next one, another place that brands go wrong, we feel, is in the roles and responsibilities. Mm. Um. Yeah, I suppose we just see it so often, especially with, with friends, I think, going into business. Well, I don't know. I like friends in business. <laughs> <laughs> For those that have listened to that episode, um, we, we had a great debate. If you haven't heard the uh, friends in business conversation, please go listen. That That's one of our favorite episodes. But uh, no, exactly, Jack. I, I think the, the clearest and most obvious thing is when you start a business and you've never been in one before, 
how do you know your roles and responsibilities? How do you know what your strengths and weaknesses? It is difficult. And with that said, though, if you don't define them and don't at least give it a crack and sit with a few of those questions and be like, what are my strengths? You know, the, again, if your roles and responsibilities are blurry, you have no hope of telling the vision and, and yeah, you, you're really shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, and, and especially it's hard if, if they aren't um, specified your roles, then it can be hard to stick to that vision because you're going to step on toes and one person's vision might be different to the other person. So as well as when you set those roles, like set that vision and be crystal clear on that and what each team member brings towards that vision um, is really important because, yeah, we do see quite often uh, maybe stepping on toes or just people working together that probably bring similar skill sets that isn't really moving, you know, the business in a different direction or providing complementary uh, skills. So something to think about, again, just for a lot of the younger brands out there. Yeah, we, we've certainly spoke a lot on this podcast about a shareholders agreement or even just a fucking piece of paper where you write what you're going to be doing. And I, I tell you, it sounds insignificant. And I'm talking a little bit, you know, the reason I, I speak so tongue-in-cheek is it's, that's how simple it is. You just get a piece of paper and you write what I'm going to do, what you're going to do, maybe even er- what you're not going to do or areas you're not going to focus on. And that'll really help structure your business. It's, it doesn't need to be a big 15-page document. You know, We did engage lawyers and did that, but that was because this is our second or third business and we saw you know, the need. If this was our first business and we were five years younger, I think a Microsoft Word document would do the trick. Yeah. So... Yeah, don't don't let it. I think people get scared. They think, oh, we've got to maybe engage lawyers, or we have to take this, read through tons of Google articles. It's like you don't really. You just need to. No, you just need to make sure everyone's clear on what it is and have some type of agreement, formal agreement, where you sit down and flesh it all out. Mm, absolutely. So yeah, we, we do see that. We do see a lot of businesses fail in that regard, and I think it comes from if you are working with friends, you just want to work with mates, you know, and rub shoulders with your friends all day, but. I think you need to ask yourself if you're trying to be successful at business or you're just trying to make friends and kind of fuck around because they're two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I'm a big proponent of working with friends. Don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't confuse that. But <laughs> with that said, really make that clear from the get-go because if you don't, your vision will be blurry. But the last point, Jack, is even if you do have a very clear vision and great roles and responsibilities, brands still fall down and it's because they don't give enough value. Yeah, this is... This is one probably the most important to be honest, because even if you even if your roles and responsibilities are a shambles and everything behind the curtain sucks, at least if you're giving a shit ton of value, you're gonna make some noise. Mm. So, and I think Jess, you'd be a big proponent for that. But that's definitely one. And again, you know, having a lot of calls with with brands and chatting, and I feel like a lot of people they have a personal bias and they just feel like because this idea in my head is incredible and I think it's amazing, that means a lot of other people are going to buy into it too, which definitely is not the case. So get that out of your head <laughs> right now because it doesn't happen. Um, I'll tell you from experience. Um, you got to put in the work and yeah, you have to give a shit ton of value. Uh, that's a big part of that. Yeah, no, no one owes you anything and, you know, you're not going to – it's so rare that you put out a design and the whole world or, you know, even a portion of social media shows love. Like, it's just so rare and it's because people are flooded with all different types of brands right now. Don't get me wrong, I think with social media right now, especially TikTok, there's never been a better way to put out designs to different audiences. With that said, you need to do more than just the basics, you know, putting out – a like. 
design something great, but then go above and beyond and tell the narrative in many different ways. And giving value can look like spending lots of money and time and effort in a campaign. So you hit it out of the park and people understand your brand. That's giving value. Giving value can be through free products or writing cards, personalizing messages to your customers, showing you care, right? There's a million ways you can give value and you don't need to do all of it, but you need to really focus on how you give value and be clear about that. For us, we love giving away products. I think mm-hmm. tote bags, I think we gave away th- over 300, 400, whatever it was. You know, we've done various other things, but that for us, we can measure it. We know we get a massive uh, positive feedback cycle and seems to just grow the brand. But we, I mean, this podcast is value. We, mm-hmm. we haven't made a cent out of it. We've lost money from all the microphones and hiring of the editors, but time, time everything. But mm. we love, we think it's a huge resource for people and we think it can only get bigger and better and continue to give more value. Yep. Well, Jess, good to be back today. Guys, all the brands out there we've been speaking to who are jumping on the next pre-order, this one's for you. Hopefully um, that helps with some of your questions. So thank you and we'll be back shortly. Thanks, guys.